Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to my show. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. So very happy you could join me this morning. This again, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is a wonderful, beautiful day. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We are broadcasting and podcasting (laughs) from our Columbia, Maryland studio. And today's show is part two of a show we began last Saturday. Truth on Tap. Truth on Tap. All about bottled water. Yes, bottled water is more expensive than you may think. So during the second part of this show, we're going to continue so you can discover why tap is usually the better choice. Contrary to popular belief. That's right. So last Saturday, and we are going to jump right into it, just going to give you a few highlights. But if you'd like to learn about the details, then you need to go back to last Saturday's show and click on that link. We are on anchor.fm and that's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. And if you go there, I'll have a link on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, I will be sending out from now on information on LinkedIn, so Facebook and Twitter right now. So we talked about last Saturday, some of the glimmers of hope about what's going on with uh, the farming system in terms of irrigation techniques. We talked about how much water we actually waste every day day with toilet flushing taking showers uh, fixing faucets that are leaking doing laundry less often and water mindfully that how much the typical single family suburban household uses and they use at least 30 percent of its overall water use to lawns and gardens. And this is according to EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. So we discussed that and we discussed uh, a lot more last last Saturday. Um, so some of the other highlights we discussed, we discussed um, Pandora's box and how expensive water bottled water is, how much bottled water is wasted and the safety of drinking out of the plastic containers that bottled water is in. So this Saturday, let's start off by sharing some uh, side information. You can be a good water citizen. (laughs) So what does that mean to be a good water citizen? Well, here are some simple tips to help you break the bottled water habit and protect our groundwater. First of all, you can invest in a portable glass or stainless steel water bottle. I do have one of those and I don't use it as often as I should be using it. Uh, So use that portable glass or stainless steel water bottle that you'll enjoy using throughout the day and take advantage of the increasing number of water filtration stations in airports, health clubs, gyms, and sports stadiums. Secondly, buy a home water filtration system. Now I had invested in that uh, years ago, not 
and it was it worked well and there are all types of water filtration systems you can get one that is attached to your actual faucet in your kitchen you can have them attached anywhere in your shower uh, so that you're getting uh, purified water coming through uh, your shower you know that water goes on your body and it can sip seep into your pores um, anything that's not supposed to be in the water and some people have hard water soft water contaminated water but a home water filtration system will help this commitment can be as modest as a $20 carbon filter and you can encourage your employer to install a water filter in your work environment next educate yourself about water issues in your area so there are all types of ways that you can find out if you live in a county they usually have a report that comes out in our county our county is a county executive and he has all different types of reports that come out including reports on the safety of the water in your county so in your area alert your local and national lawmakers about uh, any water issues that you may find and next support increased epa regulation of water sources especially ones that eliminate loophole chemicals like those related to farming and fracking to keep on to keep our water clean so those are some of the ways that we you can be a good water citizen next how to choose a water filter many of you are interested in this and there are again different types Different household filters address different contaminants, and they vary widely in price and convenience. This step-by-step guide that I'll be sharing with you will help you find a filter that's best for you. So number one, get your water quality report. That's right. Your municipal water company is required to publish an annual water report with up-to-date measurements of more than 90 possible contaminants. It will show if any of the contaminants exceeded the maximum contaminant level allowed by the EPA. Get your water quality report by calling your municipal supplier. Or in many cases, you can type your city and state into the EPA website. And that website is www.epa.gov forward slash CCR. I repeat. The EPA website, again, you know EPA stands for the Environmental Protection Agency. That website is www.epa.gov forward slash CCR. Next, you can test your home for lead. That's right, because if lead is in the water, that's very dangerous. And especially for children, adults as well as children, or children as well as adults, It can cause brain damage and brain uh, dysfunction. So even if your water report doesn't show high levels in your municipal water supply, lead pipes in your home, common 
in houses built before 1986 can also put you at risk for exposure. So you need to test your water for lead, ask your municipal supplier to send someone out. Some suppliers will test your water for free. If that's not the case in your area, you can buy a lead testing kit from a hardware or home improvement store. And if you discover there is lead in your tap water, get an NSF forward slash ANSI certified filter to remove it. Other strategies for reducing lead when you're away from home and can't test the water. You can run your water until it's ice cold before using it. This flushes water that has been sitting in the pipes, which contains the greatest amount of lead and never consume hot water from lead pipes. I repeat, never consume hot water from lead pipes. Pick your target and purchase your filter. Water filtration systems vary widely in price and purpose, but be sure that the filter you choose is NF, N, N as in Nancy, S as in Sam, F as in Frank, forward slash A is an apple, N is in Nancy, S is in Sam, I is an ice cream approved. Okay, and this is according to Mary Grant of Food and Water Watch. NSF International develops public health standards globally. Use its filter guide to locate the type of filter, filtration, distillation, reverse osmosis, osmosis etc required for specific contaminants. Okay, so what are the go-to filters? Number one is your carafe or pour-through filters. Carafes and pitchers fitted with carbon filters are the most convenient and inexpensive options for filtering water. They reduce most common contaminants and improve the taste and smell of tap water but many of them don't remove lead or chloramine, a byproduct of water disinfection. Number two, faucet-mounted filters. Like carafe filters, faucet-mounted filters are simple to install and usually inexpensive, though they can slow the flow of water. They'll improve tap water taste and smell and remove most common contaminants. Countertop filters. These can be easier to use over time than faucet mounted or carafe filters since they don't clog as easily. They are similarly effective. Plumbed in filters. Plumbed in filters. These filters are placed directly in your pipes and can dispense filtered water through a separate tap. And finally, whole house filtration, which if you can afford it, I'm telling you, this is the best way to go. Installed in the water main. So that means that water is filtered throughout the whole house, in the bathrooms, in the kitchen, in the laundry, in your shower, um, everywhere that there's water that you're using water that water will be filtered filtered throughout your whole household installed again 
in the water main, these are generally the longest lasting systems. They filter all the water in the house, but may not remove as many common con contaminants as other types of filters. Okay, but it's very good for specifically for your shower, for your laundry, for your clothes. You know, very good if you can get a whole house filtration system. Okay, so we're going to um, backtrack a little bit uh, in uh, here. And uh, let me tell you about a story. I think I may have shared this with you last Saturday uh, about the quality of water, the taste of water. I know I shared how some of uh, a friend of mine, she and her husband went on a uh, vacation to visit their son in Thailand. And they apparently drank some contaminated water or ate some foods that had the contaminated water in in the foods that were prepared um, that they purchased while they were in Thailand got deathly ill on the plane coming back home to the U.S. and okay they experienced everything the diarrhea the vomiting the whole nine the fever the achiness the worst time uh, of their life to be sick and on an airplane so can you imagine and they both got sick the husband and the wife uh the other experience i had i personally had that was their experience but i personally um, had traveled years ago when i was younger to north carolina um i grew up in washington dc traveled to north carolina to visit my uh, grandparents and cousins and went to wash my hands in the bathroom after using the bathroom and uh, the water smelled terrible i'm like what is that smell i could not believe that they were actually uh drinking the same water that, that was coming out of this faucet and uh so did not know i asked for a glass of water later on thinking well surely they must drink uh, bottled water or filtered water <laughs> and my cousin handed me a glass of water I was so thirsty I started drinking and the water tasted terrible it tasted um it smelled terrible I didn't smell it at first because I was so thirsty I started drinking and then I tasted the water and it tasted polluted it actually tasted like it was contaminated it, i mean it was so terrible it tasted like feces were in the water i i'm telling you so and they were like you don't like our water we like our water they had gotten used to it they were immune to the smell they were immune to the taste and i'm telling you it was the worst uh water i'd ever tasted in my life so that's my story and if you're going to use water tap water then i suggest you do get a filter filtration system so let's move on unless they're remiss in their regulatory obligations and i told you and many of you know about this, what happened in flint michigan with the water being contaminated and the system uh the citizens um, receiving or being affected with the lead by the lead that was in the water 
So unless they're remiss in their regulatory obligations, as in Flint, Michigan, most municipalities test their water daily, some much more often than that, and then correct for contaminants as, as needed. New York City, for example, tests its water 330,000 times per year. Uh, the EPA requires a local regular requires local regulators to notify the public immediately if any contaminating contaminant posing a threat to human health exceeds its maximum levels, which is how the decision to issue boil orders and other warnings is made. By contrast, bottled water is regulated by the Food and Drug Administration and tested only weekly. Manufacturers must remove excess contaminants, but they're not required to tell the public if and when they're found. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? That's amazing. Unless a news organization reports a problem or a watchdog group performs an independent analysis, there's no way for consumers to know if there has been contamination in a brand's supply. So while the label on a bottle of water reveals nothing about its contents, which Salzman describes as a sin of omission, tap water contaminants are clearly identified in mandated documents. Every water system is required to put out a water quality report every year, Grant explains. This report tells you all the contaminants that they found in the water system and the water quality violations they had. Although the vast majority of water systems have no water quality violations, she adds, the threat of water contamination from industry persists. This is where the real problem with water safety lies. So going deeper, those of us concerned about water safety have to go back to the source. This means working to ensure our, our groundwater is protected from threats posed by industrial and agricultural pollution, being mindful of our own water consumption and water infrastructure, and voting for political candidates who support regulations that protect our water. So what do we need to do? We need to be asking questions asking water suppliers to do all the work isn't fair, says Salzman. We need to be vigilant about our source waters, he insists. So with heavy agricultural states, we've got an over-application of fertilization and pesticides, and the water suppliers are basically told to clean all that up. It would be a lot easier, less expensive, and probably safer if we reduce the effects upstream, according to uh, Salzman. So think about it. We're using pesticides on our lawns to kill the bugs and uh, the different insects that would cause our lawns to look terrible. We are using fertilizer on our to grow our crops and then the rain comes and it washes all of these 
contaminants and the fertilizers and the pesticides into the streams and our water supply. Well, if we're not vigilant about talking to our various representatives and making sure that they keep on top of all this, then our water supply will become contaminated. So it's the old adage, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So Grant is concerned about the false promise of bottled water that distracts us from other important factors at play in drinking water safety. And says ground reliance on bottled water contributes to the distrust of tap water. That can hurt public willingness willingness to invest in our water systems to ensure that everyone has access to safe water. So in other words, instead of drinking bottled water and saying, well, I'm not worried about the water that some people can't even afford bottled water. I'm not concerned about our system and what's going into the, uh, the streams and eventually ending up in our tap water because we're drinking bottled water, then we need to be more concerned about us all, us all, because there are times when you are going to turn on the tap and take water from the tap. There are every, every day we're taking showers with the water from that comes out of our system. And it's not bottled water. <laughs> You're not going into the shower with five or six bottles of water, pouring that over your body and then washing, right? No, I don't think so. So think about that. You still, we all need to be concerned about uh, what's in the main structure of our water systems. What are they doing to protect our water systems? What is the government doing? What are the watchdogs doing? What are we doing as citizens to stay on top of our government officials? Those water systems include our aging infrastructure. Um, and Salzman notes that many of the pipes in older cities were laid soon after the Civil War. These systems badly need attention, especially those with lead pipes and service lines vulnerable to leaching. When it comes to these underground systems, he says, we are facing a similar infrastructure challenge as we are with bridges and roads. And in this case, though, the structures are invisible. And our new president, Biden, he is very uh, on top of trying to get the infrastructure shored up, our bridges and our roads that have been there for uh, years and years and years and have not been updated so the same thing needs to do with the water system uh, overall Salzman recommends that we learn to shift our thinking from that of water consumers to water citizens this means taking responsibility for the condition of our drinking water sources and infrastructure it may even mean being willing to pay higher water rates in exchange for infrastructure investments and more effective laws. I agree. We take cheap, safe drinking water for granted. 
And it is an enormous achievement of our society that we can do that. But the fact is that providing reliably safe drinking water can be expensive and requires resources, he says. Grant agrees that our water system requires more investment, but she notes that federal dollars allotted to water infrastructure and protection have been cut out by 74% since 1977. So in her view, people with low or fixed incomes cannot afford rising rates. So Food and Water Watch argues for more federal investment. Regardless of who ultimately foots the bill for greater investments in water protection and infrastructure, Salzman and Grant agree that concerned citizens who recognize the value of this precious limited resource are essential. Salzman emphasizes that civic engagement may be one of the most powerful forces to protect areas from environmental harm. He cites a study by researcher James Hamilton that found the single most powerful predictor for undesirable land use, like placing hazardous hazardous waste sites in communities, was uh, was voting percentage. The solution to drinking water issues may not come in a bottle, but we shouldn't underestimate our power as citizens to protect it. The dinosaurs were kind enough to leave us this supply, so let's do the same for coming generations. Now, I also recently heard about, and this was on the History Channel, and there are many uh, television reports and shows that we'll go into detail about what's going on with the world today. Um, Global warming is happening and whatever water we have is the water we're going to get. Water is just recycled. So we need to be more concerned about the resources that we have, be more appreciative of what God has blessed us with, the water that uh, we have right now. Uh, We need to stop wasting water because it takes three liters or more of water, did you know, to produce one liter of bottled water. (laughs) I repeat, it takes three liters or more of water to produce one liter of bottled water. So that's our natural water. And why waste it? Because one day we take for granted that water is here. Water is everywhere. Water comes from the sky. Uh, But there are all types of things that are affecting the quality of the water. All types of environmental uh, concerns that are affecting the quality of the water that we drink that we shower with, that we wash our clothes with. So we must all be concerned and vigilant about what we're doing with the water that we have been blessed to have. So again, get your water quality report. You can get it from the EPA, www.epa.gov forward slash CCR. You need to know what you're drinking or what you could possibly be drinking. You need to know what's uh, being, what's coming out of the faucet. When you shower, it's going onto your skin. Your skin 
has is porous and so we have when when the water is on our skin it's going into our bodies as well that water is all over us when we're showering it's in our clothes when we do our laundry so we want to definitely be aware of this and test your home for lead test your home for lead before just believing or using tap water every day or you know or even just if you're not using the tap water to drink and to cook with and you're using bottled water well still test your water for lead to see as i said earlier even if your water report doesn't show high lead levels in your municipal water supply lead pipes in your home common in houses built before 1986 can also put you at risk for exposure so test your water for lead ask your municipal supplier to send someone out and again some suppliers will test your water for free if that's not the case in your area you can buy lead testing kit from a hardware or home improvement store so i certainly hope you have uh enjoyed this show that you have received valuable information that you will take all the information i've shared with you to heart uh, visit me on my website www.partnersinhealth.biz and you can email me partnersinhealth at verizon.net or goldenvoicesunlimited at gmail.com until next saturday everyone go out get some fresh air and sunshine be healthy and business savvy ta-ta for now <music>